36. Alright, what's going on, guys? It's your boy Roos, and welcome back again to another episode on a podcast. Now, I just want to go ahead and just talk about this episode of Jujutsu Kaisen Season 2, Episode 3, okay? It was great. We got introduced to um, Tengen's vessel, and if you don't know Tengen, Tengen basically like the all knowing of Jujutsu curses okay like he slash she is the protector of the whole jujutsu world and so forth and so on so not like so on you know what i mean basically what i'm trying to say is um the barriers that keep jujutsu schools safe from curses and assaults of the jujutsu of the jujutsu sorcerer's enemies they're set in place by an incredible powerful being known as tengen okay um tengen is an immortal but not an exactly ageless immortal immortal as periodically the person or being needs to absorb or fuse with a human to basically inherit the role of the plasma star vessel. Now, this time around, the vessel is a feisty young girl named Riko Amanai, and our two heroes, Gojo and Geto, have to keep her safe from basically a nefarious of cults and would-be assassins, which are basically trying to get rid of her because they don't want Tengen and her to fuse. Some of them feel like Tengen needs to be pure and fusing Tengen with Rico would basically just corrupt that and all in all it's just been a straightforward setup for just like kick ass like fashion action do you know what I mean like there's some funny comedic moments in the episode but really and truly it was just basically all about the hand-to-hand and the fighting now if you have been watching Jujutsu Kaisen you would have heard of a guy named Megumi and if you know about the guy named Megumi then I can give you a bit more detail to ensure that you guys know who Megumi's relative is now Megumi is relatively related to the Zenin clan which is like Maki and so on and so forth but one other person who's also related to Megumi which was also stated in the episode when they were referring to the person's child who is Megumi was the father named Fushiguro okay now this man's name is called Toji Fushiguro or in Japanese I believe they like to say the first name last so it would be Fushiguro Toji do you know what I'm saying Fushiguro is his name but it is from his wife obviously I've read the manga so I know a little bit about that and he decided to disclaim um discard sorry the zenin family because just of the way they treat him and how he's an outcast to them now toji is an assassin and he set up this whole you know assassination attempt to get rid of amanai okay um he's basically don't doing his best to get rid of gojo too and the way he did it was basically for three whole days he basically had to make gojo use his six eyes continuously even when they were all taking breaks and playing on a beach to protect Ammonite from assault. Okay, last moments when they reached the Jutsu High, that was when Toji appeared and had actually given Gojo what we thought at the time was a fatal wound, a stab through the chest. Now, it was basically explained how he was able to move the knife past you know all the important vital parts within his body and so he didn't get any form of critical damage but later on in the fight you really do see the extensive damage that toji had planned out to give to gojo which actually had led to his death now was it something that i had expected i mean i've read the manga so yes i did expect it but to everybody who is an anime watcher i could only imagine the shock that was riveting through you guys's bodies like i can't even fathom because 
when I read it in the manga, I was like, oh my gosh, this OP guy who is meant to be known as the strongest Jujutsu sorcerer just got done in by a human being with only physical prowess. Like, think about how amazing that is. Like, I couldn't even fathom it at that moment. So I can only imagine the people who only watched it and don't actually necessarily read, read the manga, what they were feeling and how they felt about the whole episode. Like, it was just really good in all in all. The episode was really good. But that moment, it really goes to show that Gojo himself, no matter how strong he is, like it goes to show he's just a human being. If you think you're too good, or you're too strong, or you're too, you know, egotistical about who you are, which was actually also mentioned by Toji about Gojo, then you're gonna deserve or get what you deserve. Do you know what I mean? And Gojo really got it. He basically got stabbed through his limitless, which we all thought would protect him 24/7, no matter what, and pierced through the neck, pierced through the leg, and the stabbed through the head is what basically took him out. Towards the end. Rico as well gets her, you know, her little moment about talking about how she wants to live a bit longer, you know, see more things, do more things, you know, and it's respectable, it's understandable. You're about to give your whole life to being you just didn't expect to do so. Do you know what I mean? You're not gonna be yourself no more, you're gonna lose who you are as a identity, as a conscious person. So when she was explaining her worries and her thoughts about it and what she didn't want to get her at the time, I understood it, do you know what I mean? But then once again, Toji the vibe killer just puts a bullet through the girl's head. And this is amazing because it just goes to show that this guy is just a perfect assassin. Like, he just knows what he's doing. Like If it's a cursed user, he'll plan it out, especially if they're stronger than him to like, get rid of them. If they're a normal person, then he'll just handle the situation. Now Ghetto's gonna do something about the situation, obviously, which is a bit too late because the girl's dead now and quite useless to fusing with Tengen so Tengen is now gonna age and that's just gonna lead to a whole nother storyline within the Jujutsu sorcery of the series but Geto's also gonna get his hand handed to him him and Gojo claimed that they were the strongest but we all know Gojo was the stronger between the two pair and so what do you think Geto's gonna do except for lay his ass down on the floor due to Toji's beings do you know what I'm saying it was just crazy that oh my goodness like Jujutsu sorcery is amazing i just love the whole concept and the whole power scaling of it as well as the animation and the storyline on how they got to that point and who they were do you know what i mean like juicy season two is basically the past on gojo and ghetto and how they were once friends and split up into going their own different ways and so to see them how they were in jutsu um season one and jujutsu kaisen older movie it goes to show how far that they've gone from their ideals to be who they are especially since gojo wasn't necessarily the type of person to want to protect the weak in the beginning he believed that the weak deserved to die because they were weak and only the strong should thrive but ghetto was the one that implied that the strong need to protect the weak do you know what i'm saying and so i can talk more about this these two especially because I read the manga, but I won't do that. I'll just wait until the next episode. And um, the next episode should be coming out within the next five days. I can't believe it's only been two days ago since I watched the, the episode, you know what I'm saying? But it is what it is. There's a lot of anime series that I need to talk about anyways. And we're going to start doing that. We're going to be on point. So make sure to follow the podcast, you know what I'm saying? It was a good episode. Make sure to stay tuned. Jujutsu Kaisen Season 2, Episode 4 is going to be coming out soon. I'll be on it. And I hope you guys will be on it too. Whether you're watching or listening to this in the morning, afternoon, or evening. I hope you guys have a good day, man. And make sure to drink some water. It's very important for your health. It's been your boy, Roos. And I'm out. Peace.